the eclipse of the demon hunter, Shadow Priest, becoming the hunter. Weeks passed and the princess enjoyed his parlor magic, simple spells that would enchant laughter and surprise. They walked the lands with their merry chums and made them merry wherever they went. The summer ended and the princess returned to the other side of Thornville. Her mother was in disbelief that it was a priest with his orthodox magic that had quelled the curse and no longer seek to have them at each other's side. Despite the kiss under the stars of the day and the three beasts, he was a mere pauper and one of the orthodox priest's magic and a parlor trick magician, not befitting for the princess. And so many years passed and around the time of the goblin infestation, we have spoken of before she joined the academy the Shadow Priest attended. However, there was a saddened reason. The Queen Regent had died, and so she moved to live under the guardianship of the new regent, her uncle, who resided in the west side of Ogusfield, near the academy. The worst thing is, the princess would only spend... One moment with the Shadow Priest, who was busy battling demons and maintaining his veneer of normality and covertness at the Academy. There was a protection spell laid on the Princess by the Regent, whom decreed that the Shadow Priest would not be able to see her, nor know of her presence at the Academy. One day, the spell broke under an eclipse, and they had an enchanting day. The memory was retired to a plentiful dream by the Shadow Priest. That was to be the subject of a great regret later. So, you may remember the stench of evil tale. Well, when the Shadow Priest became a druid temporarily when he lost his faith in soul magic, he was attending the college in Ogusfield, and was now old enough to venture into the taverns, and there was two nights of significance. One night, the goblin who had been draining the energy of his friend at the academy in the years before persuaded the young teens that our shadow priest, the then druid, was a heretic, and should be beaten to teach him of his wrongdoings. Though, as we know, the stench of evil lingers a good action has repercussions in regards to the lingering of malevolence and pursuers of evil. The Shadow Priest exited the tavern and found awaiting him twelve young casters. They began pummeling him. He begged the question, why do you attack me? What do you want from me? They retorted, you beat up our friend in the meadow. You are a heretic. He replied, do you not know why I had the battle? The soul energy he was tirelessly draining from his sister each day and night. His reasoning continued and they began to realize they had been wrong to attack our Shadow Priest. They picked him up and placed him on a cold iron bench and absconded the place. The Shadow Priest, now covered in blood and bruises, hobbled to his feet and walked the darkly lit cobbled streets. Luckily he had frequented the place often as he now worked in the neighboring Frostfield. So even in his dizzied state, he was able to find his way back to the house in which he lived. He stumbled up the stairs and began to dream. There in his dream was a Wiccan, not much elder to he. He wrongly casted a malevolent spell in his dizzied dream state and sent her hurtling into the shadow realm. Even though she had visited him in his slumber to warn of what was to come to fruition next. 
So some nights went by, his college and work were going well, and he had forgiven in his mind the wrongdoings of the twelve youths. To his delight it was the eclipse, and he recalled the times before the few fond memories he had ruminated and restored his broken soul energy. Then came the misery. It was the day after the eclipse, and he was in a tavern. He met once again the princess, this time recognising her. Instantaneously, as his soul energy was fiercely strong now and catalyzed by the druid training he had received from a Wiccan druid. He began to remind the princess of the times of yesteryear, and they merrily enjoyed one another's company. The night was drawing to a close, and she requested of he that he should have another drink with the princess. He said with such a smile on your face, I think I shall quit while I'm ahead. The night was drawing to a close and she requested. He retired. Two of her friends from school arrived and the shadow priest asked, Why will you be returning home? Nay, these are two of my friends from the academy, she replied. If the shadow priest had not been victim to the spell that enticed his mind to forget she had been at the academy that he was, what happened next would not have happened. Her soul energy was drained until dawn, tormented and tortured, malevolent magic cast upon her by the goblins until she escaped when they had their feed. The sorrow of these events meant that the new region was unable to allow the shadow priest to see her once more. As so much sorrow was tied to that night, despite the smile he had gave her, the two goblins had fed and she was destroyed in spirit and soul energy. The imperial mages suggested that until the goblins were sentenced, no contact be made, and so the shadow priest retired his desire to restore her eyes of hazel and hair of iridescent purple, and sat sobbing aside the cliff overlooking the view of Ogresfield, and in the distance the dragon roared once more. The pacification was undone. The chaos curse took full hold of the shadow priest, and in the moonlight his body surged with fury, and he declared to dedicate his life to walking straight into danger and became the hunter of demons. You see, young caster, even those around you can be damaged by the good actions you take. Vigilance and scepticism is always necessary. Never Trust a single soul when you are in the interim period of the lingering evil. That is, when something bad happens, expect the ripples of malevolence to occur. The fury can empower you to fight, but it can make you belligerent. Be calm and sceptical, and know that people must earn your trust. It is never to be given freely. For in this life, some wish to use you, and some wish to be of use to you. Deciding which of the two is important for everyone, but when you are immersed in a volatile environment, it is essential that you heed the mantra, trust is to be earned.